All right. I am testing. So at least we're recording. Yeah, we're recording. (laughs) (laughs) Recording on my end. It's recording on your end. We're recording. I don't know. Should we have like music at the start? I was, I've been trying to think of like which one of my songs would be the best like dungeon crawler for the game and like then use that song for like the intro music. Yeah, cause cause like we don't have any like original music composed yet, or I just I just say use that, but yeah, my, like I mean, my plan was just to use my music that I already have made if it'll fit, if it sounds like oh, it yeah. fits. So ah, we totally could. Uh, so uh, I guess like here is the intro track. <laughs> yeah, it's like do 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 Batman. It's here. Hello and welcome to Knobcat Games Dungeons of the Obelisk podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Sleppy. And I'm Nike Deer, our animator. <laughs> we'll just jump into this thing. I want to start like by introducing ourselves and mm-hmm. telling people who we are. And then we'll get into talking about the game and what we're working on. And that should probably be enough for a first episode. Yeah, yeah. Good, solid first episode. I'll go first then. My name's Joseph Sleppy. I go by Joe. (laughs) I'm from Pennsylvania originally, and I'm living in New Mexico now. Um, My job at Knobcat is that I have started Knobcat. It's it's my uh, project, my my company. Um, I'm doing all of the game design documents and... um, all the back end business stuff, you know, the behind the scenes bank accounts and all the bullshit paperwork and stuff that you have to go through. The um, scary stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's it's just crazy. Like you wouldn't think of like all the little things that you have to do, like have to have a privacy policy for the website and we have to have direct deposit which involves signing four different forms and sending them to different people and um yeah (laughs) what else um oh like i i opened the bank account and that went pretty easy but it took like a couple hours i'd say and the the dude that did it we like we were talking about like animal crossing and stuff like he was pretty cool but then he like just called me randomly like a couple days ago and was like oh we had a internal audit and they pulled your file to check and we we missed like all these these papers that you need so i had to like get him these papers real fast it's just (laughs) like all that kind of stuff behind the scenes. That's that's what I'm doing at Knobcat. Thank you for it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's kind of like, oh, I feel like, like I don't make art, like the artwork. I'm not doing animation. I'm not programming. But this has been like a full-time job since I've started it two months ago. Yeah, I mean, if, if you weren't here to do it, like that kind of work would probably just get divvied up between members or between who else launched it and 
then it would just it would, it would still be a whole bunch of work is what I'm saying <laughs> yeah I feel like it works better this way because then everyone else can focus on their job and not have to worry about like that kind of weird stuff yeah <laughs> that makes sense I mean to be honest I kind of like business stuff mm. you know like a lot of it's annoying um, I hate printing out and signing papers and stuff yeah but um a lot of it's pretty fun you know you get into i don't know like calls with the uh, accountant or the lawyers and stuff and discussing things and figuring th things out um i don't know <laughs> i, I kind of like that aspect of it um the next thing on our list for introduction stuff is is uh, other stuff that we've done. Mm -hmm. So I have been an electronic musician for I don't know fifteen years or something. It's it's kind of crazy when I think about it. So I've I've made a ton of music as Clone Three Three Four. So I th I think there's fifty two Clone Three Three Four releases. And before that, it was electric type. I think there's 16 electric type releases. So I've made a lot of techno music. <laughs> That's my my other claim to fame, as it were. The only other thing that I do is just like streaming on Twitch as as Star Rambler. So grindy loot hunting games on Twitch for for hours. I haven't been too regular lately, but yeah. And then <laughs> the the last thing on, on introductions, I, I wanted to put a random fact about yourself, but then I realized that I don't want to think of a random fact about myself to tell people. Like, I find that really hard to do. <laughs> but then I figured it would just be like a random fact. Yeah. And that, that maybe like tells you more than than anything else so my my random fact for for the listeners today is that that a possum's lower body temperature prevents them from getting rabies uh, and i always knew that possums couldn't get rabies but i always thought it was because they had like a higher body temperature that like kind of like boiled the yeah. you know the disease or whatever but it's actually because they're have like a way lower body temperature which i don't understand the science of that but i feel like it's pretty neat yeah no i didn't realize that like their bodies just aren't warm enough i guess for rabies i don't know that's interesting yeah that's that's pretty much it nice so i don't know what that has to do with making a video game or or whatever that tells you about me but what well, watch that's my watch this come up in the lore like years later and all the fans are scrambling on the podcast like they talked about in the first episode <laughs> nah, 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 nah. I hope so. We gotta have um, like a possum mob or something. No, I don't want to kill possums. We gotta have a no, possum that's town. That's the thing. We gotta have a town. That's of the possums. thing about the game is like <laughs> I always say like like other games will have you like killing like I don't know like like kill this fuzzy... rat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like I don't want to just kill a, a normal rat. Like it doesn't seem like very hero-esque yeah yeah no it seems kind of just needlessly violent <laughs> so yeah my uh my um policy on on killing monsters is uh if you've ever seen adventure time where where he's like 
doing that quest to get the Enchiridion. Yeah. And the, they're like, slay this monster. And he's like, is it evil? And he's they're like, yes. So he like kills it. Yeah. And it's like, slay this ant. And he's like, is it evil? And it's like, slay this unaligned ant. <laughs> and he's like, no. I can't do it. He's unaligned. <laughs> uh, yeah so that's the thing like all the monsters in our game rest assured are evil so, yeah. so don't feel too bad about destroying them you're making the world a better place yeah if I was about to make an edgy joke but uh, something about like if we have any bunnies in the game they will be Nazis no I'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> no 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 that's a joke um anyway cancelled on the first episode should I do my own introduction or? Yeah, yeah, we should definitely <laughs> get your introduction out of the way so people know who's talking. Yeah, because I'm just sounding crazy over here. Hi, my name is Nika Deer. <laughs> I'm uh, originally from Arkansas. I moved up to the Northwest. I'm currently living in Washington. Uh, my job uh, right now, I am actually the uh, Animancer at Nomcat Games or Animator. If it moves, it's because I gave it life. So basically, I'm God and you should worship me. But <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, other stuff I do though. Um, I'm an artist. I illustrate. Um, I'm actually, I do commission work as like kind of a side thing. So I'm usually doing like people's OCs and like basically just whatever they want. <laughs> uh, and random fact, let me think. I mean, uh, oh yeah, you gave you gave I did your mine really official fast. title at yeah you did yeah. Your, you jumped through really fast that's fine but you gave your official title yeah at, I saw Knobcat which is animator giver of movement yeah and I <laughs> that's what I that tickled me I so much <laughs> um mine is uh oh shoot now I'm like blanking on what my official title oh, is at the company that I've created um. Oh, yeah, I'm Executive Prime. Executive Prime, yes. <laughs> Lord Prime demands it. More loot. <laughs> More buffs. More loot in the game. <laughs> uh, did you ever watch, like, she -Ra? That's just what I ended up thinking of. <laughs> no. Uh, it's so good. They have, they have a, a character named Horde Prime, and then there's, like, Lord Prime. It's a whole thing. Anyway, um... But yeah, I was thinking more like Transformers, oh, like Optimus yeah. Prime. Hell yeah. yeah, that's a good shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, I've been YouTube. I mean, I've been. I'm getting ahead of myself. I've been commissions. I do YouTube. I'm. I do little fun animations like hobbies. Uh, I've been doing art over a decade, I guess. Um, like a mix of like 3D art with Cinema 4D and 2D art with things like Photoshop or like Medibaint or Krita. Uh, random fact, did you know that in Russia, the popular variant of the Nintendo Entertainment System was called the Dendi? So if you talk about the NES in Russia, most people aren't going to know what you're talking about. But if you talk about the Dendi, they're going to be like, oh, the Mario machine. Yeah. Oh, my God. And it's have uh, you ever seen. Have you ever watched OKKO? OK yes, I ha I'm actually watching. Dendi is named that. I haven't been able to find anywhere where they say that, but I'm like convinced that's that where they got that from. Be because she's yeah. like the game like programmer, she's video loves coding she's nerdy. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, if like if she were like had anything to do with elephants, it would be like a like a no question because Dendi himself is like this like elephant character with like a little blue hat, like baseball cap or something but 
Yeah, no, I, I was looking it up because I thought like Ian Jones quarterly like does a ton of references to like video games in general. Like it seems like OKKO almost works on video game logic at times. Oh, yeah, or for so sure. Than, like, I think it was logic. a video game before it was a show, actually. Really? That, I, I think that so. Makes like sense, at actually. least in the fact that they made a promotional video game for it before it was like a show. Oh, cool. See, I I didn't know much of the back history about it but uh my partner and i had just finished uh adventure time so we were like we need something else to watch and i was like okay ko sounds good and we oh, are just so good yeah we weren't expecting this like kitty looking show to have like union theory and like deep character <laughs> building and shit it's it's yeah it's nice I, I mean i have a cat named rad and then one of oh. our new, new kittens is named rippy roo so oh rippy roo i was gonna say like you, next you gotta you gotta get an enid <laughs> uh but yeah <laughs> yeah no i i've been just over the pandemic taking a real interest in like the gaming markets of different countries and like how that stuff kind of evolved in different regions so uh learning about things like the russian variant learning about which actually i think that was maybe built in taiwan but the dendi i mean but yeah i actually I haven't really showed it off yet, but I actually have like a Chinese reproduction Game Boy Color right now, but it's like not Nintendo brand, but it still works pretty much perfectly as a Game Boy Color. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, and it's called the GB Boy Color. Oh yeah, Game I saw Boy you Boy posted Color. that, and I was like trying to figure out why it was. What yeah, it was no, called. it's it's a forty dollar backlit modern Game Boy Color. Uh. It's actually nice. It has a few quirks, but I, I'm probably going to do a video on it eventually. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's yeah. Enough should we talk about our game? The game itself? Yeah, we're just yeah. talking about Dendies and no KKOs. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll let you lead that because it is your baby. Yeah, so we're doing this podcast about two months in on on trying to create this game, and we actually just got permission i guess to start using our our game name uh yeah. publicly which is dungeons of the obelisk um yes. little behind the scenes we actually had a different name and had to change it because like copyright or not copyright trademark stuff it was like you're not going to be able to use that name so we had to like kind of re consider a lot of aspects of the game and I had to rewrite all the documents to to make Dungeons of the Obelisk make sense um so I don't know if that's interesting or not but um that's pretty cool I mean yeah it's in it's part of the development for sure because like it's already kind of changed our direction a little bit with like naming yeah, conventions it, and stuff I think it actually solidified the idea of the game a lot more and made it more thematic whereas before it was just kind of like a general oh it's a dungeon crawler you know but now it's like dungeons of the obelisk and like i feel like the name tells you what it's gonna be yeah plus Which, at this point like we just hired our programmer and he's been like putting out some like proof of concepts and that's just been like amazing to look at Thing, I like, feel like moving. I feel <laughs> like like every step of this, I'm just gonna be like 
screaming and like running around looking at stuff because like you posted the first like idol animation and I'm like yeah. oh my god <laughs> this is the best thing I've ever seen and then our, our programmer Kel posts like the character walking around the dungeon and I'm like what <laughs> like this is what I wanted to happen but I didn't know it was gonna be so awesome and and like this soon too it's like we're already getting like little mock-ups in and stuff it's yeah really- you he's worked for three days for us and he's already like shown me like the character moving around the dungeon and stuff um before we get too much further i do want to say that the game is a 2d turn-based dungeon crawling loot grinding adventure that's Mm -hmm. our that's our uh working catchphrase for it elevator pitch maybe yeah but yeah uh I've been kind of just before I could tell people much about it. I was just saying like, oh, it's kind of like, kind of like a mobile Diablo like. But even that's so vague. I mean, because yeah, like Diablo like is a whole, whole genre. But yeah. I one of the things about Diablo mm-hmm. is that people can play Diablo for like ninety hours and never reach the end game and never understand what Diablo is actually about. Jesus, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never finished that game, and every time I've played, I I kind of have that feeling like I'm not getting much of anywhere. So yeah, get, um, it's real like easy to just run around the story and like yeah. not ever really get to the point where your character is like super powerful, and um, you know, you have set pieces and things start working together, and instead of doing like you know, a hundred damage, you change a piece and get some kind of synergy and now you're doing like a thousand damage or whatever. I think in Diablo, the numbers actually go up to like billions of damage, but, but like (laughs) as an example. And, and one of the aspects of our game that I'm, I'm hoping we can achieve is having that initial grind that makes Diablo fun for 90 hours but then also getting you into the end game stuff a lot quicker where you are worried about building your character and comboing and and you know pushing harder and stuff like that mm, yeah and like I'm sure like making it to where you can actually get through that stuff and stuff just like never getting through because it's so impenetrable it's like <laughs> one thing i hate accessible is like the for stories sure. like yeah. the the story of diablo is so like it's kind of generic and it's so like long and like the cutscenes. like i hate the cutscenes and stuff too like i always just skip all the story stuff it's just like i want to fight monsters let me go so <laughs> yeah. our game's not gonna have very much dialogue for those wondering because i've been watching people play um it must be new the final fantasy is it 14 yeah that's like an mmo that everyone's playing right now Mm -hmm. uh i i actually have a character on it myself (laughs) i haven't logged in in a bit but yeah is the dialogue not like impenetrably like boring because i've been watching some people stream it and it's just like (laughs) i mean the the from what i've been hearing the like the community like opinion on the story is like 
skip it until you get to the first expansion and then pay attention to all of it. And I'm just like, <laughs> what? Because apparently the writing in the base game is just kind of really whatever. And then like they brought new writers in for like the expansions and they got like better than they had any right to be supposedly. So I've heard like you don't want to miss out on that. But oh, that's cool. I wouldn't know that just by where I'm at in the game because like it's a pretty world, but I'm just kind of like skimming through it as fast as I can (laughs) to level up, you know? (laughs) I I play as one of the little Lollafells and they're like the little short race and I have a battle axe, so I'm like a big warrior, but I'm also the smallest person in the room. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, (laughs) but... Yeah, yeah, no, I feel like there's a lot of RPGs, especially like online ones or like mobile ones where people just kind of skip through the story really fast anyway, especially if it's not like already just super engaging. Yeah. And I'm not going to say Final Fantasy stories have ever been the most engaging things ever. Like they're definitely stylistic. They're definitely fun games and they do some cool character stuff. But like it's usually like. An evil meteor is going to destroy the Earth unless you get the four magic crystals that you are destined to get because you're the hero of light. Do do do. That's it. <laughs> Something like that every time. How can a meteor be evil? I don't know, but there's always an evil meteor in Final Fantasy these days. <laughs> like, I was playing Final Fantasy 15 on the PS4, and midway through the game, they're like, this this big satellite from space called the called whatever hit into the ground and spread the awful disease star scourge i was like another meteor great (laughs) (laughs) but uh, they're good games i don't want to just completely knock on final fantasy but like i get what you're saying about the story like yeah i mean i've never really played one but that's like the go-to example for it you know a lot of other games that i've tried to play like a lot of mobile games and stuff you just get into this like impenetrable story and all this dialogue and you're just like please let me play the game and you're just like clicking through dialogue and and i don't understand why they spend so much time writing it yeah and it's such like a hated part of of the story of the game you know it it feels like something you could either like implement more organically in the midst of gameplay or like I don't know, just like divvy off to some other section where like it's there if the fam wants it or something, you know? Yeah, for sure. I guess like what was it like? Death Stranding? I played that a while ago and they had like a lot of story content that was just like reg- regulated to like emails and like little audio recordings. Oh so yeah, a lot that's of the kinda game like how, you know, like like a Skyrim or a Fallout yeah. was too. So it's like, if you want to sit down at any point and be like, I'm going to check out what happened, you can totally, like, dick into that. But, like, it's not getting in the way of you making those deliveries, doing that daily grind. It. <laughs> yeah, not... for sure. Yeah. Uh... So, I don't know. I feel like we're, we're getting close to our time limit that I have arbitrarily yeah. <laughs> set. But, um... What are yeah. we currently working on? What What are you into right now? Okay, so one thing, I almost made a tweet about this the other day. Uh, one thing I've <laughs> learned about animating is you learn how to rig a character. You rig them up, you figure out how to animate it, you animate them, and then that tells you everything else you did wrong beforehand, and then you go back and do it again. So I've, <laughs> I've rebuilt the same rig maybe like three times at this point, and it's pretty 
solid now. I've been adjusting the weighting, trying to get the like animation to look good because I want to get like a non janky idle animation out. Like I want it to actually look really nice. Yeah, for but sure. I'm trying to figure. But what I think I'm going to do is I've been playing with a where are they called inverse kinematic controllers or IK controllers and those what they do is it's this whole complicated thing but they use like math to like calculate where each bone's going to move based on which bone it's parented under so like basically you can make like a controller that moves your whole arm or something right, or like on. your leg and what i realized really early on was i had focused entirely on limbs for animation because I was like, oh, this body's not going to change, right? It's like, well, you might bend over, you might bend up, you might breathe in, you might breathe out, the head might move around. So I realized, oh, I actually need to pay attention to the chest and head. So now I'm setting up an IK rig just for, like, the spine <laughs> so I can, like, move the head around more readily without it just kind of breaking. And just trying to kind of finalize that and make it look decent because after seeing... Uh, Kel's prototype, I'm like, I kind of want to give him something to drop into that so I can see it animating, like... Yeah, for sure. I want to give him something, like, good to use, you know? I haven't decided yet, but, you know, if anyone's listening to this, I guess go check our Instagram. Um, Yeah, or our Twitter, I guess. You might be able to see that kind of stuff. Yeah, the Twitter. Um, I'm going to start using the the Dungeons of the Obelisk Twitter and Instagram more, I think, than the company one. So it's th- Dungeons Obelisk would be the I was going to say, I should link. probably get on that one. <laughs> yeah, I haven't really posted anything from them yet. So if you are if you go and they're blank, I'm sorry. But I think I'm going to start posting, like, all of our little prototypes and stuff. Because I, I think yeah. that's going to be super interesting to people. I think, yeah, definitely. Like, I follow people all the time just for, like work in progress stuff so i can imagine (laughs) yeah that would be a big draw plus if you're posting it on the account like i've been already kind of wondering if i could like post that stuff or not so i'll just retweet it from that (laughs) yeah i i guess i was gonna ask you if you were like comfortable with the idle animation going out and stuff because a lot of the stuff we're posting right now is like hey this is still work in progress but here's what i'm working on and then i'm like not sure if if that's something we want to be public or not yet so yeah yeah i don't i don't know um actually i mean i'm pretty I'm probably fine with it, I guess. If you're, like, comfortable <laughs> posting it, then I'm probably comfortable with it being seen, I'd imagine. Yeah, we can figure that out, you know, off the air, I guess, and 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 get into it more, but... Um, yeah, but, I mean, any of the stuff I've already posted, like, if we want to... Like, in the chat, if we want to use that, that's a-okay. <laughs> right on. Yeah, so, so let's... Um, Let's wrap it up. <laughs> let's let's tell everybody to go find us at knobcat.com. Mm-hmm. Sign up for the mailing list if you haven't already. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dungeons Obelisk. Because mm-hmm. the game is Dungeons of the Obelisk, but of the makes it not fit into the Twitter namespace. So Dungeons Obelisk is what we're going with. And... Um, yeah, I guess we'll see you hopefully in two weeks. We're going to do do these every two weeks, I think. Yeah. Um, right. You're like weeks off, right? Something like that? Yeah, something like that. Just, oh, uh, yeah. you know, sign up for the mailing list and, and we'll keep you updated. Mm-hmm.
Bye. Bye. <laughs> and three, two, one.